It's Morning Edition on WNYC. I'm Michael Hill. This week, we're marking the 20th anniversary of 9-11 by examining how the attacks fundamentally changed the New York Police Department. Today, we focus on first responders and the many health issues they have faced. In 2019, Congress renewed the 9-11 Victim Compensation Fund with nearly universal support. It provides financial support to the individuals and families directly affected. But as WNYC's Andy Meyer reports, some first responders suffering from chronic health conditions say they still aren't receiving medical benefits. Yvonne Sanchez was not one of the first emergency responders to arrive at the World Trade Center, but she wasn't far behind. When the attack started... Sanchez, an EMT with the FDMY, was responding to an emergency call in the Bronx. When she eventually arrived downtown, both towers had already collapsed. Her job now turned to evacuating people. We were just in um, rescue mode, you know, trying to get all the people out quickly as safely as possible and try to figure out what was going on from there on. She would go on to work at Ground Zero for the next 10 months, conducting body recovery and identification. It was hard and dangerous. At one point, she was injured when a piece of rebar stabbed the right side of her back, but she felt compelled to continue. You have like this tunnel vision and stuff. You feel that, well, my injury is nothing. I mean, these people are dead and we're trying to bring closure to all these families. And I would just chuckle Motrin and, and push on. That injury would heal. But in the years after, she developed asthma and then breast cancer, for which she underwent a mastectomy. Since 9-11, she's undergone 26 surgeries. Sanchez is hardly alone. The World Trade Center Health Program, run by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, has enrolled 81,000 first responders. The most common ailments have long been asthma, allergies, and other respiratory disorders, which makes sense given the air pollution after the towers fell. Here's Jimmy Willis, a former train conductor who died in 2014, testifying before Congress two years after the attacks. Of the 4,000 transit workers who responded to Ground Zero, as many as half of us are now seriously ill. Most of us should not have been allowed to work at the site without appropriate personal protection. Year by year, more and more of these frontline defenders are developing serious chronic diseases, as NYPD Deputy Commissioner John Miller recently recounted. 9-11 is the only terrorist attack in history where the body count keeps going up long after the attack is over. Take the example of cancer. Since 2016, cancer rates among first responders in the World Trade Center health program have more than doubled from 8% to 18%. That's 14,000 people as of this June, or about one in six first responders in the program with some form of cancer. Cancer takes time to develop, so this pattern is expected. Yet first responders are struggling to get care for these late-onset conditions. In 2004, Sanchez officially retired under disability from the New York City Employees Retirement System. The next year, the city allowed people to reclassify their reasons for retirement. She applied for reclassification for breast cancer in 2014 and was subsequently denied four times. In 2018, she was finally approved, but only for asthma. I lost that in several thousands of dollars because it took four years. The 9-11 Victim Compensation Fund usually looks for disability pension, workman's comp, or Social Security before approving additional benefits. Gary Smiley is the World Trade Center liaison for the FDMY EMS Local 2507, which represents EMTs, paramedics, and fire inspectors. He was a rescue paramedic who was buried under the rubble near the North Tower. 
Since 2016, he's been in charge of trying to get 2507 members, including Sanchez, benefits through the New York City employee retirement system. You know, when I was first fighting to get people even to sign up into the World Trade Center Health Program, because a lot of people still weren't signed up. I mean, I would always tell them, it's not if you're going to get sick, it's when you're going to get sick. But he and his members continually run into red tape from the retirement system's medical board. Smiley is retired with PTSD, but he wants to be reclassified for his sinuses. He's had at least six sinus surgeries and continues to fight in state Supreme Court. He says he won't get death benefits if he dies from his sinus issues. Yes, I have PTSD, but that's not what keeps me from working. That's not what keeps me from breathing. It's my sinuses. I mean, I wake up every morning with a headache or I'm dizzy or I lose my balance because of my sinuses. That's despite chronic sinus problems being the most common ailment recorded by first responders in the World Trade Center health program. It involves nearly 30,000 enrollees. When first responders go in front of these retirement boards, they've usually been diagnosed with an illness or have seen specialists who write letters of expertise on their behalf. But it can be difficult to prove the connection to September 11th. In the past year, Smiley says he's only gotten three of his members approved for retirement out of dozens. Dr. Iris Udison from Rutgers University's Division of the World Trade Center Health Program works with survivors and responders and is a go-to expert on these illnesses. Yes, you could say, well, asthma is a common illness, but if you looked and compared people of the same age in the same community and you compared people who were at the World Trade Center versus people who were not, the people who were at the World Trade Center have a much higher likelihood of having these medical conditions. She says it's easier to prove physical injuries, such as broken bones, but conditions like post-traumatic stress disorder are more difficult. About 17% of first responders in the national program have coped with PTSD, anxiety, or major depression. Those are accepted way easier than a mental health diagnosis because it's not cut and dry. And, and it is frustrating. I have members that continually express this frustration to me, and I'm concerned about them. A spokesperson for the New York City Employees Retirement System says they don't comment on specific cases. They did say the medical board consists of three doctors who independently review medical documentation and interview the applicant. For Sanchez, she's given up on trying to get her retirement reclassified to breast cancer. She says the experience of going in front of the board again is just not worth it. This is what we have to do. We have to dance for our supper. Instead of relying on the documentations and your symptoms get an examination. They have to question us about the credentials of the doctors we saw. An annual report from the 9-11 Victim Compensation Fund found a significant drop in new claims in 2020 compared to the year before. Just shy of 7,000 people filed claims versus more than 11,000 in 2019. Many advocates fear responders are delaying treatments and appointments due to the pandemic, and it could have lasting effects on their health. Andy Mai, WMYC News. Our coverage continues tomorrow morning with a live 9-11 call-in special hosted by Brian Lair. Tune in starting at 8.35 on WNYC or streaming at WNYC.org.